Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. What follows may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world is full of stories. Stories of mysteries. Of curiosities. Of oddities. Join Kat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. It's our fifth Halloween special. Duh. Is it it five? Yeah. We started the box of oddities in March of 2018, so 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22. This is our fifth Halloween special. Thank you for mathing for me. I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm math splaining is what I'm doing. <laughs> Hard to believe five Halloween specials over four years. Crazy. Not counting the bonus episodes, which we've done a couple of as well. The day that this drops is Halloween, and you and I are on a cruise ship somewhere in the Mediterranean. Yes, that is not very spooky, though. No, it's not, but we we have designed, I think, the perfect Halloween costume. Oh, do you want to share our yeah. Halloween costume? I think it's really cool. Okay, um, all right, but I think also we should try to get some photos up so that maybe people aren't hearing it described before they can see it in sure. its full glory. Okay. Because I don't think that we can properly <laughs> use words mm-hmm. to express how rad this should be. Okay. Unless we fail miserably, which is entirely possible. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. Nope. Uh, we've, we've decided that uh, we are going as Frankenstein and Frankenstein's Bride. Now, you're thinking, oh, yeah, that's original. Well, we put our own spin on it. We're going as Frankenstein and Frankenstein's Bride. Classic. But how Frankenstein and Frankenstein's Bride would look if they were on a cruise ship. So I'm going to have the Frankenstein makeup and everything, but I'll be wearing a really loud Hawaiian shirt. I've got huge pink flamingo earrings. Mm -hmm. I'll be chewing gum the whole time. Right. And uh, have you decided what your name's going to be? I'm just going to be Frank. And you could be maybe Bethany or something like that. I like Bethany. Jesus, Bethany. (laughs) Yeah, I think that works. Yeah. And we're just going to be Frank, Frank and Stein um, and his bride, Bethany, on a cruise. Yeah. Hopefully it works. It may not. We'll see. 
I didn't want to put green because I'm going to be wearing shorts. I didn't want to put green makeup all over my legs. So I'll be wearing tights. I'm very excited to see you in tights. For the first time in public. Not the first time, but. I loved that caveat. In public. Really nice. Anyway, Halloween episode. Uh, Who goes first today? Hannah starts us off with her tale. As a child, I had many paranormal experiences. Growing up in a haunted house, or with a haunted family rather, will do that to you. To begin, I'll share a bit of my background with you. My name is Hannah. I grew up in a rural town in Wyoming with my mom and three of my siblings, who are all much older than I am. When I was nine, my sister and two of my brothers, along with their significant others, moved into a large family home two hours from where we grew up. We were all excited about this new move. My siblings would have more job opportunities and a chance at a better, more convenient lifestyle. And my mom and I were looking forward to having an excuse to visit a town that actually had a shopping mall. It seemed like this would be a great new start. However, like most things in life, this new start had its own twists and turns. That large family home I mentioned, it was no ordinary house. No, this house was extremely haunted. Doors would creak open and closed with no explanation. The glass front cabinets in the kitchen would shake and rattle almost to the point of shattering. And the spring door stops in every room would seemingly be triggered by nothing, making an ominous boing sound in the night. These were just the normal everyday occurrences though. Upon reflection, these things weren't all that different from the many unexplained bone chilling happenings that occurred in our childhood home, where footsteps were heard going up and down the stairs constantly, where objects would move on their own or inexplicably disappear, and where little girls were heard giggling in the wee hours of the night. One can become accustomed to this type of haunting though. After enough time has passed, these occurrences may not even register. They simply become the background noise and energy of the home. What happened in this new home, my sibling's home, is much more terrifying. At the time of the move, my sister happened to be pregnant with her first child. After a few months of living in the new home and getting used to all of its quirks, my sister gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. My mom and I made many trips to visit our family in its new addition. However, one trip was different more unusual than the others when it came to the energy of the house. You see, my sister, her husband, and their daughter slept in the basement of the home in a fairly large room. My sister had always had a love for shopping and a particular affinity for shoes, so she needed a room with a lot of space. On the evening of this specific visit, my newborn niece was napping downstairs in her crib while the rest of the family was upstairs catching up with each other when suddenly we heard my niece cry over the baby monitor. I was so excited to be an aunt and so in love with this beautiful bundle of joy. I eagerly volunteered to go get her. I made my way down the stairs into the dark basement and entered my sister's room. Something fell off as soon as I opened the door. The hair on my arms stood up and I became anxious. I paused and looked around the room. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary. I began to walk toward my niece's crib when I saw movement out of the corner of my eye. I looked to my right, toward the closet, and there, on the floor, or just above it rather, I saw one of my sister's shoes, moving, up and down, side to side. It was as if someone was trying the shoe on in the store and looking to see how it fit. I screamed and the shoe dropped to the ground. My head whipped back to the direction of my niece's crib, and floating above it was a large green orb. It didn't seem threatening, but it was so close to my niece that it frightened me even more. 
I ran to the crib, and as I did, the orb disappeared through the egress window. I gently picked my niece up and ran upstairs to tell my family what had happened. The severity of this experience triggered us to do some research on the home. What we found was horrible. Twenty years earlier, a pregnant woman was murdered by her husband in the home. He then died by suicide. It is my belief that the green orb was the spirit of the woman, and she was protecting my niece. This orb was seen many times throughout the years that my family lived in the home, and by many people other than myself. I think of her to this day, how terrified she must have been, how angry she must still be to have had her in the life of her unborn child taken so brutally by the one she loved. I can only hope that she has since found peace. Okay, that was beautifully told. Well done. And might I add, there are very few things more horrifying than haunted footwear. Personally, I find the creepy orb a little more terrifying than the shoe. No. Well, it goes back to my childhood. I think we mentioned this on, on an earlier episode of The Box of Oddities. When I was young, I was terrified of that foot measuring tool that you find. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That you find at a shoe store. Yeah. What is the name of that thing? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Foot measuring thing. The Brannock device. It sounds like a torture device. It does. And that's, I think, what why why it scared me. Maybe at a very early age. I was like maybe, I don't know, three, four, five, something like that. You think someone told you the name of it? No. And therefore, you were scared of it? No, but it reminded me of some torture device, perhaps, that was used on me in a past life. Like the pair of anguish. It does sound like the pair of anguish. The, the pair of shoes anguish. <laughs> but the Brannock device, yeah, that's what it's called. And it still creeps me out a little bit, I have to admit. Moving on from haunted shoes to haunted purses, Carmen will tell us a honeymoon horror. Go, Carmen. Hello, Cat and Jethro. Here is my story about the supernatural. Now, my mom, before she passed, always told me a lot of stories about crazy things that had happened to her. Just ghost stories and weird instances and I never used to believe her when I was younger. Uh, I've always been a very scientifically minded person. A lot like you guys I think. But the older I get, the more I think there's just a lot out there we can't explain. So, here's one instance of that. Uh, It happened on my honeymoon. Uh, We were in Las Vegas and just for the heck of it we decided to go on a ghost tour. Uh, We ended up being the only two people on the tour because everybody else canceled at the last minute. Uh, Funnily enough, the guy who took us around in the van didn't even remember our names. Uh, But we went to one place in particular. The whole thing was a really cool experience just because we learned a lot of history about Las Vegas while we were traveling around. But in this one particular place, it was the site of a murder where a young woman had been killed by her abusive boyfriend and super tragic and while we were there I just felt kind of a kinship to this woman because my first husband was kind of an abusive jerk and so I just started talking to her just didn't mean anything by it but said uh, I understand what it's like to trust somebody you really shouldn't and I'm sorry that that happened to you and after I said that 
I was looking at my husband and the tour guide who were both in front of me. And behind me was this big open area because we were out in the middle of kind of a park. And it was mostly deserted. But I all of a sudden... You hear Kat and I talk a lot about aura frames. And there's a reason for that. We live in Ecuador and our family is all over the place. In fact, Kat right now is up visiting her mom... And when I say up, I mean Maine. We got her an Aura frame so we could share photos and videos from any device and they'll instantly appear on the frame, which makes it easy because she's getting up there in years. It's easy to set up. It takes about two minutes to set up a frame using the Aura app and it's the perfect gift for Mother's Day. Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. It is the perfect gift for Mother's Day. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get 30% off free shipping and their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code Oddities at checkout to save. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com and use code Oddities at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I felt like somebody walked up behind me and grabbed my purse on my shoulder and shook it violently. And obviously it's Las Vegas, so I assumed somebody had tried to run up and steal my purse. So I whirled around ready to deck somebody, but there wasn't anybody there and there wasn't anyone anywhere near us. And my husband and the tour guide noticed immediately that I was freaked out. Uh, and that same place, we decided to go ahead and use a spirit box, even though I was kind of shook up. And while we were using that, again, this guy didn't remember my husband or my name, but very distinctly, the spirit box said my husband's name in response to the question we asked, which was, are there any spirits here who know either of us? And my husband's grandparents have been dead for many years. It definitely shook both of us up and it kind of gave us a new perspective on the supernatural maybe. Anyway, that is my story. Happy Halloween, freaky freaks. I want a spirit box. <laughs>
I do have a ghost radar app. That's true. Yeah, we we were staying. I think we talked about this uh, on on an episode earlier, uh, about a year ago. We were staying at uh, La Meridian Hotel in yeah. Tampa Bay. It's an old courthouse, and it's we both had a number of experiences there where we were like, "Did you feel that? Did you sense that?" And uh, Haggis reacted oddly. And yeah, there was uh, a story about a mobster that had been shot down before he could testify on the steps of the courthouse Mm. there. And uh, one of the people that worked there was telling us this story because we said, do you ever hear anything from people saying, you know, this place is haunted? They're like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so I took my little ghost radar app out and I was walking around. And when I got to the part of uh, of the lobby where he allegedly was gunned down near the front steps, it said entity detected. Yeah. But that was it. And then it, you know, wanted me to buy like some kind of vaping device or something I, <laughs> because I don't have the subscription one. I have the free version. That was a very creepy experience for sure. It really was. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Have you ever wondered what really happened to Amelia Earhart or the lost colony of Roanoke? Do you ever find yourself scouring the internet for vicious Victorians and their murders by gaslight? Or perhaps you're just sick and tired of women being constantly misrepresented or plain lied about throughout history? If so, join me, Katie Charlwood, history harlot and reader of books on Who Did What Now, the history podcast that's not your history class, part of the Airwave Media Network. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Adios, au revoir, au revoir de zen, my friends. Bye-bye. I'll be seeing you. The Box of Oddities with Kat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth. Mark's going to share his creepy experience now. Hey, freaks. This is Mark from... Peg, Manitoba, Canada. Happy Halloween. Here's my contribution to your episode, hopefully. I uh, wonder if anyone else has tried this like a hundred times and keeps deleting it, thinking, oh, wow, do I sound like that? Anyways, this thing's more of a spooky incident. Uh, shortly after Halloween, November 15th, uh, nine, ten years ago, I believe, that was uh, my birthday, so I'm going out to the bar to celebrate. Driving down Portage Avenue, which is this... Uh, Big street in Winnipeg, four lanes each direction, mostly retail and apartments that goes right along the river. It's an old school street. So I'm driving along at 9 o'clock at night, going to the bar, hit a red light. So I'm waiting, looking around. Light turns green, so I start to go. Look to my right, and out of one of the little apartment buildings, like a two, three-story one, guy burst out the side door, covered in blood. Like I'm talking movie carry covered in blood what the he stumbles about three or four steps and collapses right in the snow you can see the path of blood all in the snow what the 
and the door opens again. Woman comes out, kind of not ratting, but hurriedly goes over and over. I'm still driving. I'm driving as I'm getting closer, and as I'm driving by them, they're not even 30 feet off this main road. This is a popular area. I'm gonna sort of tell everyone when I get to the bar or whatever. So next next day I wake up and look, and yeah, the guy passed away. It was a murder. I guess uh, there was a love triangle, and the victim beat the snot out of the other guy. But I guess the girl liked the other guy more, so that pissed her off, and she responded by stabbing him in the neck with a pair of scissors. So I got stabbed in the neck. I guess I don't know if he's standing over the guy or whatever, but she came from behind and stabbed him in the neck. So he tried to get out of Dodge, so he stumbled out of the apartment. It was on the main floor, so he stumbled out, got up the door. She kind of half-assed followed behind him, and, yeah, I guess he... I don't, know, I don't know if I saw him die on the spot or whatever, but, yeah, he was absolutely covered in blood. So that's my story. This is probably the 800th time I recorded this, but uh, hope you enjoy my little story. Cheers. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not paranormal. Nope. But certainly terrifying how horrifying that must be i think that that would really haunt me i would have a hard time letting go of that image yeah it's something that uh that would definitely linger sorry you went through that and our final story is from kathy who actually started out this whole journey this year by sharing the first story in the bonus episode it's all come full circle it's the circle of kathy hi cat and jethro my name's cat This is another experience that I myself had. I have two others. One is my grandmother's and one is my mother's. Both of them are kind of creepy. But I'll share this one with you because this is actually my own experience. Um, This happened probably in around 2000. I live in San Diego. And one day, my um, then-husband, now ex, thank Christ, went to um, a place called Old Town in San Diego. A lot of historical things down there. One of the most historical and most haunted buildings in Old Town is called the Whaley House. If you've never heard of it, I strongly suggest you read up on it. It is kind of interesting. Sorry for the loud truck noise. I'm driving home. Um, It's a very interesting building. A lot of things happens. It was, I believe it was a store. It was a courthouse at some point. Uh, A lot, a lot of history. Very interesting. The Whaley House. So we went on the tour. Wonderful tour guide going through, talking about all of the alleged um, ghost sightings, feelings, people having, um, seeing dolls blink, chairs rocking on their own, you know, typical sort of stuff, right? But that's not what happened to me. They go on to tell you about a certain individual, and I wish I could remember his name, something Jim. Um, Big Jim, Tall Jim, I don't know, something Jim, Slim Jim, take your pick. I I could look it up and give you the exact name. I don't remember right now. Anyway, he was arrested for stealing, I believe it was a rowboat. He was found guilty. He was hanged um, for the crime of the theft that he had committed back in the wild, wild west. And he is buried in a cemetery that is not too far down the road from the courthouse. Fascinating cemetery. Um, But they do tell you on the tour for the Whaley House that if you go to the cemetery and if you go to this particular individual's grave, you need to tell him to stay there because people have come back and reported that Jim has followed them home. 
So I absolutely had to go to the cemetery to see this grave. And I go there and I read the plaque. And so I tell him, okay, Jim, we're leaving. You stay here. And I actually did it. Listening, I'm going to follow directions. Jim didn't listen. No, 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 no. Jim, Jim decided, some part of him decided to follow us home because probably for the next three months, I saw a shadow person, shadow figure, a shadow something. Um, I would catch it out of the corner of my eye. I'd be in my room, on my computer, and I would I'd leave my door open because my girls were very, very little at the time. Be in my room, on my computer, and I would see someone look like they were walking down the hallway into one of the bedrooms. And I would turn my head and there would be no one there. But I know what I saw. It was a black silhouette of a human that was just a shadow. It wasn't any defining features, but it happened probably two to three times a week. I'd be focused on something. I'd be looking, you know, in my room, watching TV, hanging out, doing whatever. I would catch that shadow person out of the corner of my eye all the time. I would turn my head, I'd catch a glimpse of it, and then it would walk into a bedroom go down the hall into the bedroom, see who walked in there, nobody there. So Jim, I think Jim probably just got bored. He left and I haven't, you know, we haven't had any incident since, but um, I thought it was very interesting. And I did go back to the Whaley house and let the tour guide know that, hey, Jim followed me home when we went and I even told him to stay and he was like, wow, okay, that's interesting. And we kind of swapped a couple of more stories and that was it. But. Thanks for listening. It was really a lot of fun to record this for you guys. Thanks so much for all you do. Stay freaky. See, that's the thing about ghosts. They're just not trustworthy. Right. If Even if you say, no, stay, they don't always. Not always. I've read so many stories and, and, and I have seen so many interviews with people who uh, have experienced things like that where something, an energy, even like maybe a negative presence will attach themselves to that person. Mm. So it's important to uh, be prepared. How how would you be prepared for that? I bring holy water with me everywhere. Oh, sure. Plus your spirit app. Well, yeah, I've got that, the ghost radar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or whatever it's called. I don't know. It's not an endorsement. It's really not that good. I, I had another app one time that was supposed to uh, translate energy that it senses in the air into uh, words. So you ask a question. So like an EVP? Kind of an EVP, but it's in writing. I'm not sure what the supposed uh, scientific principle behind it is, but you ask a question. In theory, it's supposed to provide you with, with a response. And if you don't ask a question, words will just pop up too, random words. Oh. And uh, very strange though. I tried to use it when we were in the Bahamas one time. Mm-hmm. We were at, at the old courthouse in Nassau. Once again. Yeah, an old courthouse. We're always hanging out at old courthouses. <laughs> it's weird. I didn't even think about that. But the uh, the words that came up were things like uh, green pencil. You know, don't know what that has to do with anything. I'm sure there are plenty of green pencils in the Bahamas. It's just that you didn't figure out the code. I guess. Maybe that's it. The ghost is so frustrated. He was like, I was stabbed in the throat with With a a green green pencil. pencil How much more clear can I make it? Curdle mustard in the sanitarium. (laughs) 
sanitarium. Leave me be. Just <laughs> leave me alone. Anyway. The point is, yeah. ghosts are real. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us, you guys. We'll post some pictures on our of our um, Halloween costume on the social media. As soon as we can. As soon as we can. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, thanks again for hanging out with us, and thanks for all of the wonderful entries and submissions we got this, this year. This is always so much fun, and we appreciate you so much. You spooky little bastards. You spooky little bastards. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep flying that freak flag. And fly it spookily. You beautiful freak. And so, let it be known that the box of oddities belongs to you, and its fate is in your hands. Therefore, it's been requested by those to whom I report to beseech you for assistance. We ask but one thing of you, to provide a five-star rating and a positive review. True, that is two things. However, tis merely a five-star rating and a positive review. Also, subscribe to us. Okay, so three things is all we ask. Three things and three things only. Henceforth, the Box of Oddities commits to the telling of stories. Stories of the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected. We wish to offer our deeply felt gratitude and appreciation for your patronage. TheBoxOfOddities.com Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. Hello everyone, it's Takuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia-style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast.